What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Season Gaming BitCast. Today is episode 33, and since Bert is off traveling the world in London, Dan and I have actually invited our friend Alden Blair to join us, and we're going to be chatting about the usual stuff, news, what have you, along with uh, the Game of the Year race. We're going to check in on that prior to Red Dead Redemption 2 launching, which uh, most people think is going to run away with it, but uh, we want to see where we stand so far in 2018. And take a look back at uh, the great games we've played so far this year. So, guys, welcome. Let's go ahead and kick this off with uh, some news of a delay. So we're going to be talking about Days Gone. Um, we had joked previously about February 22nd and how it seemed like a ridiculous release date with Anthem, Days Gone, Crackdown 3, Metro Exodus. Uh, it just seemed like something had to give. And so far, two things have. Um, Crackdown 3 has been pushed back a week likely due to Game Pass and some other things and just getting out of the way of Anthem. Um, but just yesterday, Sony announced uh, some first-party updates, and one of those was that Days Gone has been pushed back actually two months to April 26th. So uh, I'm not hugely anticipating this game. I'll definitely check it out. It looks cool, but um, it's not the uh, the biggest thing I'm excited about. But I think it's uh, obviously a smart move to get out of the way of that date. So what are you guys' thoughts on this one? All right, so my thoughts on this. <laughs> you got Anthem left, you got Metro left. I don't know if they're both released on the same day still. You know, you still got a lot of time for either one of those to move. Um, Crackdown moving a week, like you said, is probably Game Pass thing. This moving to the 26th of April isn't a huge deal for me. It's like a, it's not one of the ones I'm like super highly anticipating, but it looks awesome. So I'll probably end up playing it. But this will actually help my wallet. More than anything else, <laughs> is you know basically what's going to yeah. be happening. Yeah, I, I think it's that's probably my guess is what everybody but the richest people in the world are thinking, <laughs> and that is that uh, it it helps my wallet more than anything else. Um, I'm fine with it. I'm definitely going to get it. Uh, Days Gone is probably a day one purchase for me. I'm not anticipating it in the way that I anticipated Spider Man or you know. Horizon Zero Dawn and some of these other big exclusives that have come out, but Days Gone looks exciting to me for sure. <clears throat> that said, I don't know if I was going to get Anthem. I'm still waiting on more news to decide whether or not I wanted that. Um, but I also, I mean, Im correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Bioware pretty um, notorious for delaying games like a month before they come out? Yeah, they've they've had a lot of delays over the past several years. Yep. Yeah. So. I'm kind of expecting that to get delayed too. That was the one I expected to get delayed the most. I thought Days Gone was pretty much done, honestly. Um, I thought they they just moved it just to get it out of the fall and get it out of the way of Red Dead. <laughs> so, yeah, everything's gotten out of the way of Red Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the only thing that gives me confidence, usually I'd be right there on Bioware as well, especially given that this is a, um, you know, the game that's supposed to take over that shared co-op shooter space from Destiny. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing is, is that with EA being such a financially driven company, and they've yeah. already announced to their shareholders that this is coming out in fiscal year 2019, if I get my years right, that would mean it has to launch, excuse me, before the end of March. Okay. Um, so I, my my bet would be it still comes out, but who knows what state it's going to be in. We did see it at E3, and it it looked and played really really cool. Um, right. But who knows what depth or bugs or anything else that's going on? I, I think have they announced a beta? Do you guys remember? I don't remember. No, I, I haven't don't, seen anything. 
No. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we're we're obviously a few months out yet, but it's really no surprise to me. We knew that something had to give on this date. It doesn't make sense to have four what are essentially four AAA releases on the same day. It doesn't even make any sense. I hope they all get delayed to the same day. <laughs> <laughs> they all come out April 26 now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Um, so Spider-Man, you mentioned it. Um, I know you guys are both really big fans. So the first DLC is out for it called The Heist. It's centered around Black Cat. Uh, and it looks like, uh, from what I've seen anyway, you guys correct me, but it looks like Insomniac has continued to kind of pay homage to some of the comic history of Spider-Man with Black Cat and the design here. Um, there's also three new suits you can get, which caused some controversy for some reason. I don't know why. Um, and not trash. <laughs> okay, I told you, you guys. I told you, you guys would uh, inform me. And uh, New Game Plus is out as well, um, which Sony has been doing for all of their kind of big releases lately, which I think is really cool. So, tell me what you think, guys. This is your game. You both, I think, have played it a lot more than I have. Yeah, I think Alden's played it a lot. You know, I mean, he's probably way more into it than I am. I love, I loved it. Don't get me wrong; it was awesome. And uh, I am going to be playing this as fast as possible. <laughs> because you know red dead is coming out two or three days later and there will be no getting me out of it so i saw the new suits i think they're not great um <laughs> that's not what you said a minute ago hot I believe you. they're hot garbage <laughs> all right the union jack or, or the i don't even know what that is it looks i mean it looks so bad you know and what were the other ones the spectacular spider-man suit i don't know what the hell it was. i don't know what it was. i they were pull up i i forget what they were but I I forgot they, yeah they're not great I wasn't like wowed by them. The new game plus, I don't. I play everything on easy, so this is really <laughs> not going to do anything for me. But I am going to get on there and just put puddles everywhere in my photos because that <laughs> seems like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, what was with that yeah. news? Like, I, I actually I thought it was funny to be yeah, honest. It's hilarious. They put I yeah, think, they put the yeah. stickers in there and just you know, it's just insomniac doing that high level trolling and I totally 100% respect them for that. It's great. Yeah, I think it's great that that they leaned into their controversy so much that like, you know what? Now you can just put puddles everywhere you want. <laughs> Take that. Yep. Um so I just anticipate uh photos full of water everywhere. <laughs> yeah, people are going to be posting pictures everywhere with just puddles, nothing but yeah. puddles. Yeah, I don't I don't remember uh, what the suits were, which is funny because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan and that's how forgettable these suits were. <laughs> I I kind of wonder I didn't expect there to be suits with this DLC, honestly, but I kind of think that maybe they had a few left over that were already programmed and, and ready to go. And they just said, yeah, let's go ahead and throw these three in here. And maybe with the next DLC, they'll work on better suits. Um, but as far as Black Cat goes, she's one of my favorite Spider-Man characters, and I'm a huge Spider-Man nerd. So having Black Cat in this DLC makes it really exciting for me, and just Spider-Man, more Spider-Man in general. Will I play New Game Plus? I'm going to tell you yes right now, <laughs> but I said the same thing about Horizon Zero Dawn, and I said the same thing about God of War, and I still haven't gone back to either one. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, and And it's just... There are so many games in the world, and there's so many games coming out. It's hard for me to go back and replay something, no matter how much yeah. I love it. Yeah, I want to, and eventually I will. One day when I'm, you know, retired 
at 85 because it's impossible to retire nowadays. Um, I'll sit and I'll replay all these games, but by then, what's going to be out, you know? Yeah, you'll be living in the game. It'll be ready to play one by that point. Yeah. Um, so I pulled up, um, I went to this site called Season Gaming. I don't know who they are, um, but I found the information on the suits. Uh, so they are, let's see, the advanced suit continuing mm-hmm. with, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. I'll tell you that ahead of time. Adi Granov's velocity suit. Don't know what that is. <laughs> Additionally, we have two more suits that fans will recognize Spider-Man suit from Scarlet Spider 2. Oh, yeah. And oh, the yeah. Spider UK suit from the Spider-Verse. Those are the three suits. Yeah, that one is terrible. It is terrible. bad. I guess maybe people in the UK are going to be excited about it because it's... <laughs> A little yeah. something for them, but yeah. Well, I'm it's British like and I think blue. it looks stupid. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. There there it is. Is. rumor yeah. disproved. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, so the Scarlet Spider suit, by the way, was kind of cool, but yeah, I think uh, that was the best one. But okay. either way, it was just kind of a throwaway suit, I think. Yeah, and if we've seen, to your point, if we've seen anything lately out of DLC that comes for single-player games, it seems like they start with the least impressive, right, and get better yeah. as time goes on. So it'll be interesting to see what Insomniac does for the future releases, especially with this one coming, what, one month after the game came out? Seems yeah. uh, very, very sudden. So, All right, uh, so the biggest news of this past week, I don't know, Alden, if you're a bigger fan than Dan. I know Dan's not a huge fan, but Black Ops 4 is here. Um, Call of Duty goes without saying biggest game every year black ops is the biggest franchise within the call of duty universe and uh it has sold over 500 million dollars in three days it is the largest launch of black ops history and the largest digital launch for activision ever so um it kind of blew away i mean people always think black ops and call of duty are gonna you know destroy every fall and uh this one has been no different I am a I'm one of those mediocre black uh, Call of Duty guys. I, I do play it, but it's not my favorite game. I don't get super excited about the release. Um, and funny enough, Black Ops is my least favorite of the um, Call of Duties. But this one has surprised me. Uh, Bert, who is traveling, forced me gun to my head to buy it, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I'm enjoying it. The multiplayer has surprised me a lot. It is uh, way better than Black Ops 3, in my opinion. I'm enjoying it. Um, we've played a lot of Blackout, of course, uh, despite its issues that I was telling you guys about a little while ago. Um, so I'm enjoying it. I think it's really good. It's gotten really good reviews. People seem to be loving the zombies mode. I haven't touched it yet. Um, but Dan, I know you said you don't really get into it because this one's almost purely multiplayer, which you don't really get into. Alden, do you right. touch these at all? No. So I've kind of fallen out of love of with Call of Duty. I mean, I haven't really played a Call of Duty title in four or five years. Um, okay. I'll, I'll get them when they're super cheap and then I'll play them for a little bit. But by that time, usually the other game's out and people have migrated to those servers. Um, I, do, I am interested in the blackout mode. Um, I like uh, Battle Royale as as saturated as the market is getting, but it looks really fun. It looks like they took um, uh, PUBG and amped it up a little bit and made it less buggy, uh, other than the stories that I've heard from you, Hainsley. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if I'm going to get it. It does look more fun than the last few Call of Duties. But I don't know that I want to pl- pay $60 to play uh, Battle Royale. Um, there's, I have plenty of other places where I can play Battle, Battle Royale right now. Right now. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that was the big conversation is because Blackout 
if you just want to play battle royale is it you know all the other ones are cheaper and easier to get into than a full 60 dollars package right 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 um add to your point it, it has some bugs but no doubt it's a smoother experience than PUBG, especially with PUBG at launch i can't even go into the stuff that would occur <laughs> in that game at launch yeah. um it is it's smooth uh, the, honestly the strangest thing with blackout and the multiplayer right now is uh the net code so there's a lot of desync where you're you think you're shooting someone first and then you see their screen and it's like two mm. of the 10 bullets you fired registered which drives you effing bonkers if you're a multiplayer yeah. guy um but other than that that's a big thing but other than that it's um it's a lot of fun and it's quite smooth and obviously it's launch week right they're going to improve it they've already released an update yesterday 3 days after launch so um <clears throat> or a couple days ago excuse me but um yeah it's it's quite good uh to your point i don't know if i'd spend 60 dollars just to play blackout um but uh you know give it time it'll be probably 40 bucks or 30 bucks on black friday a month or two from now so anyway uh dan you're you're not checking this one out at all right <laughs> No. <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> All right. So the funny enough, of course, right after Black Ops launched Battlefield 5, um, they announced that they went gold and they released uh, perfect timing. Of course, they released their single player campaign trailer <laughs> as a as a kind of small jab to Call of Duty to say, hey, look, we still have a single player campaign. Um, the interesting thing here is that battlefield is staying in the uh you know the older spectrum they're world war ii this time whereas they were world war one prior and so it's a very different experience than black ops 4 which is really um almost now or slightly future tech uh, it's not quite as advanced with the whole jet packing and boosting and everything but it's still very fast with modern weaponry so there may be a good um you know difference this year between the two of them and we haven't seen much out of Battlefield 5's Firestorm mode. Firestorm is the Battle Royale mode that they're introducing. We know it's supposed to be 64 players and have full destruction in vehicles, which could be amazing. Um, but we haven't seen it. And so there's a beta a few weeks from now, I think early November, and this doesn't launch till late November. And they, too, got out of the way uh, of Red Dead and everything else. So... Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this. The single-player campaign looks good. It looks emotional. They... Battlefield always does trailers really well, so it'll be um, it was cool to see, but it'll be interesting to see how it actually plays. All right, so. you know, I, I saw some of these people on there talking about playing the single player campaign on Twitter. <clears throat> I try to stay away from games that I really am looking forward to, and this is one of them. Last or last? Oh god, was it last year or the year before with Battlefield One? That was one of the first multiplayer games that I actually got into. You know for a long, long time, and it was really, really good. Um, Four-person squad, you know, actually taking different roles with other, you know, medic or, you know, your engineer, whatever it is. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it, and it didn't really matter that I was playing against other people. Usually it does. I'm usually just a straight co-op guy, and I just, you know, I can't stand everybody else. But I really, really, really enjoyed Battlefield 1. I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, it's supposed to be a deeper campaign this time around and um i'm really looking forward to that and we definitely need to play that one because i'm actually just slightly below average as opposed to crash <laughs> hey i've seen you play PUBG, and it was a thing of beauty oh it was a thing God. of beauty yeah running around <laughs> hey how do i get up here yeah this is terrible. you should have seen him in fortnite oh my god <laughs> his kids were yelling at him in the background it was yeah. beautiful yeah that's how bad i am my 12-year-old <laughs> twins 
Yeah, they're like, what are you doing, Dad? What are you doing, Dad? (laughs) Whatever. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You any more Battlefield guy than Call of Duty, or a little bit? Now, um, I haven't. Again, I haven't played Battlefield One, so I'm I'm still behind. Um, I own it now because it was on sale for five dollars last week on PSN, but. I'm. I guess. I guess I've really fallen out of love with competitive shooters. It's. It's not so much a, a Call of Duty thing. It's just they, for the most part, all kind of feel the same to me. And at this point, at 35 years old, I've played so many of them that it's not that I don't like them. It's more that I want to experience other things. Um, I guess it's like you know breaking up out of a long-term relationship, and you go, you know what? I want to try something completely different. <laughs> um, I'm really kind of a story-driven guy, so I like that I that the there's a from what I've read a pretty good single-player campaign in this. Um, I'm way more likely to put some time into this one, and I definitely if if I have friends that are playing, if you guys are playing this game online. I'm more likely to get it and play this one than I would be to jump in and pay $60 for Call of Duty. I, I do want to see more of the Battle Royale stuff, but like you said, I don't I haven't seen really anything. Yeah, it's just been a trailer. There hasn't even been gameplay from it. Um, okay. I will tell you that uh, we I've played Battlefield 5. We played it at E3 twice, actually, at two different events, and it plays really well. We played it on the X. Um, looks absolutely stunning. And uh, plays really well. So, Dan, I was going to tell you, and I think we've talked about this, but if you like Battlefield 1, you're going to like Battlefield 5. Um, yeah. it, it looks and feels just as crazy. There's actually the squ- the squad stuff you mentioned actually is deeper in this one. Um, so it's it's really more about getting a good squad together and playing your role. Uh, and then there's also more customization. There's going to be all kinds of customization for your squad and, and group as well. So, But um, I'm in. You know, I'll be buying it, of course, be looking to play it with a squad. In fact, I think more people that I know are going to be playing this than Black Ops. It's only me and Bert that on my friends list that are really playing Black Ops right now. But I know several other people I normally play with, uh, you included, that are going to be getting Battlefield. So I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Yeah, it's it's weird um, that you say that because I didn't even think about that. But Call of Duty is usually such a huge game. But even with all of my friends at work who game, all of them are talking about Battlefield coming out, and they're all talking about Red Dead. None of, literally, I don't think I've heard one conversation about Call of Duty. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre, isn't it? Because, yeah. I mean, we know Call of Duty sells the most, um, and we know it's the most popular yet. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're getting older. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Call of Duty's the younger, the younger generation nowadays. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but it is funny, too, because my son's 13. They played the heck out of black ops three um he's played a ton of infinite warfare and his when his friends come over they always play call of duty or fortnite or whatever mm-hmm. um but i asked him i said you know getting black ops four your friends getting he said no no one's getting it and i'm like it's kind of strange yet it broke sales records so right i don't know <laughs> all right so you mentioned psn i'll try to do a transition here pretty a pretty poor one um <laughs> you mentioned it like five minutes ago so i <laughs> So PSN uh, name changes. We joked about this one last time. Um, they are coming. I don't know if you guys uh, even care about this, Dan. I, I think you, you and I both said that it doesn't matter to us because we have the names we'd be using anyway. I did want to mention, uh, now that we have the details around um, the kind of the catch or the caveat to this is really strange to me. So I'm going to read this and you guys can tell me what you think. So name changes are coming for uh, preview members now, first quarter 2019 for everyone. 
Um, but here's what they said. The feature is compatible with PlayStation 4 games originally published after April 1st of 2018, which is only a few months ago, and a large majority of the most played PS4 games. However, not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, and Vita will support the ID change, and thus you may encounter issues or errors, and if so, you may need to revert back to your old ID. Um, to me, this is kind of bizarre. I don't know how PSN um, has been programmed. I don't know how the application's tied to it. It's a far more complex infrastructure than anyone who talks about games on a daily basis would uh, would actually understand. I can tell you that as a developer. But this seems very bizarre to me that they have an infrastructure where uh, a name change cannot be recognized by the majority of the things that tie to that infrastructure. Um, and I can't imagine if you're a big PlayStation guy who needs to change their name, Bert. Um, <laughs> uh, and he, I know he has tons of games on the Vita. Um, we obviously tons of games on PS3 and other things where PSN Plus, all those things, right? Um, I just, it doesn't make a lot of sense that you could run in, you could change your name, pay to change your name, and then run into issues where you'd have to change your name back to what it was 15 years ago. That, that seems really odd to me. Yeah, you know, the, the, I just don't know what the problems are going to be, any of the issues or errors. I mean, if it's where you change your name and then you can't get on a game prior that was published prior to the April 1st and you, you, you lose all your, not, maybe not your content, but all your progression in the game, you know, that would suck ass. I mean, I, I mean, that's, <laughs> be honest with you, I mean, what, if I, if I got, a, you know, a game that I, I really enjoy playing, say it's like, you know, The Witcher 3 or something like that, and I go back and, like, I change my name, and all of a sudden it's not recognizing me because my name is a little bit different. I don't know, but that's the thing, like you said, it's so complex, I have no idea what these issues or errors are. If it's just something minor, that's fine. And you can revert back, but isn't there like a limit on that? Or it, it, I, don't I don't know how it works. Yeah. I mean, cause that would basically, I mean, to be fair, you know, PS4, while they do have a lot or, you know, Sony, they have a lot of older games and stuff. I mean, they, you know, if this were to happen like on, on the Xbox platform, I mean, it would destroy backwards compatibility. I think, I mean, if you're going to yeah. have that many issues, it would basically make it, I mean, maybe not obsolete, but just a, complete and total nightmare but you know i don't know i mean i'm i'm happy for people that can you know going forward that's awesome you know because there are some names out there that are just <laughs> completely we, terrible yeah we know yeah <laughs> yeah uh i am by and large a ps4 gamer um i i have an xbox i don't have a switch yet um but um, mo the majority of the games I play end up being PS4 games. So a lot of my friends are on PS4. So I've seen some crazy usernames. And uh, I think this is a good step in the right direction. From everything that I've ever heard, as far as Sony goes, they weren't a software company, first and foremost. They built this infrastructure kind of half-assed backwards, and they really screwed up things going forward uh they they didn't look towards the future at all they were just trying to get something and get it done quick um the trophies didn't even happen until halfway through the ps3 life cycle uh, and even then they were so poorly implemented that nobody cared about them because it took five <laughs> minutes just to load your trophy list um but 
I am very happy for some of my friends who have some of these usernames that they want to change. I've got a really good friend at work who set his up when he first got his PS3 and he was drunk. And <laughs> his so his PSN ID right now and and couldn't be changed as Dirty Love Sock. <laughs> um, I, I had a, a female friend that all through PS3, same thing. Like she got her PS3, she set it all up, and she was like, I don't know, I'll just put whatever because with Xbox, you could change it. Um, she set hers up as a joke, made her name Sausage Lover. <laughs> and that's kind of how her life went from that point forward. You know, like you can't come back from that. Anytime you play an online game, you, 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 you have to be that person. I'm a sausage uh, lover for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so she's one where when she got the PS4, she just said, screw it, and started fresh and changed Good her call. username completely, which means she lost everything before that. Yeah. That um, yeah. Yeah. But so I'm excited for this. It is weird that there's so many errors with it and there's so many caveats with it. But in 10 years, it won't matter anymore. But right now, it's a huge deal. I'm not changing mine. I'd like to change mine, honestly. Mine's AB negative. It's nothing crazy or stupid, but I'd like to have it the same across all platforms. I'm A.Bear on everything else. So I'd like it to be A.Bear on PSN, just so when I'm podcasting or if I'm on somebody else's show, I can say, you can find me at A.Bear on everything. Um, but I'm not going to change it until there's fewer issues with it. Yeah, especially with... Um... It'd be interesting because you know the the big rumor, of course, PlayStation Five, next Xbox are on their way. That's not a that's not really a rumor. That's a fact. But the mm -hmm. um, the rumor is that you know PS Five will support backwards compatibility, especially for all PS Four games, which makes sense, and they damn well better do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it feels like they're trying to get this infrastructure kind of updated prior to that, right? So that when you go on PS Five, everything from PS Four, and to your point, years in the future, this is kind of forgotten about, and it's right. a it's uh, not a big deal going then. But yeah, I mean, for people, luckily, like I said, my name's fine. I, I'm the same everywhere and have been forever. But um, yeah, I mean, I've played everything. Been on PlayStation since the very beginning, right? Day one with the PS1, even before PSN was a thing. Um, so, uh, and I have Vita and PS3, obviously, and uh, PS2 back then, even when PSN first launched. So it's uh, it's just kind of weird to me. Um, if I was one of those people that wanted to change my name and it played as long as I had, it would be kind of scary in that sense. So, yeah. but anyway, we don't need to, uh, <clears throat> we don't need to harp on it. I just found that strange. We'll see. Um, you know, I haven't actually heard of anyone having issues yet, so I'm waiting to see what people do encounter to dance point right. and see if it's a big issue or if this is just overblown and they're just cautioning to, to mm -hmm. caution. Right. So. All right, uh, we got Halloween coming up. In, good Lord, it's Halloween in 11 days from now. Ugh, wow. This year's disappearing. But anyway, uh, Game Pass, which has been a really great thing on the Xbox side, is uh, adding five games or has added five games out of nowhere in the middle of October to celebrate Halloween, um, including, including excuse me, Observer, Outlast, Hello Neighbor, Dead Island Riptide, and Sinner, basically all kind of scary or you know how not halloween themed but more uh, horror scary games um i thought this was really cool you know they traditionally since launch been uh the beginning of the month you get several new games and then maybe a couple leave 
and that's been ongoing. But this is the first time I can think of where they've added several games right in the middle of the month to celebrate a season. So I would imagine this is uh, the first of many, and they'll start doing this with Christmas and uh, you know other big holidays where they just kind of throw new games in there. Um, but I thought this was really cool. Did you guys? Um, I know Dan. I think you're on Game Pass. Alden, you on Game Pass? Are you checking yeah. any of these things out? I am. I am. I I was for um, Sea of Thieves, and then I let it lapse. Mm. But I'm back for Forza Horizon, even though I haven't played it yet. So. What? Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so good. It's so good. Um, on there, man. We'll play with you. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I was All actually right. playing this morning prior to recording. Um, <laughs> Observer is interesting, though. Observer actually got really good reviews. It's like this um, sci-fi horror game. It was thirty dollars, and I wanted to pick it up because I love horror games. Um, and I never did. And then now I can just download it and play it for free. I mean, I love Game Pass. It's fantastic. Yeah, so, I'm not uh, any of these. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Hello Neighbor. Um, Outlast looks too scary. Outlast <laughs> is really scary. I would love to sit here and have you play Outlast and just sit oh, there and watch. It really, that would be the best streaming show is Dan playing all of these games. Yeah, with like <laughs> three rows of toilet paper and <laughs> five changes of pants. Yeah. Um, I, I played Hello Neighbor a little bit. It's not total trash but it's pretty close <laughs> you know it's one of those games where i like i played for like five minutes and i was like god why did i buy this so stupid and that was it it was but that was when it first released i had a lot of bugs and stuff they've okay. apparently patched it since then i should probably go back and give it another try but i won't so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do one uh, episode where we just talk about all the games you've bought that you've played less than 10 minutes of there yeah, are probably that's probably eighty <laughs> percent. Yeah, we don't have that much time, yeah. honestly. That's a long recording. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, we mentioned this last time, but um, we got a trailer this week for it. So this is a new Witcher game, which um, you know is rather surprising, called Thronebreaker, and it is uh, it's called The Witcher Tales Thronebreaker. And we finally got to see what this actually looks like. All we heard was that this is a story based game around uh, Gwent which is Dan's favorite thing. Um, <laughs> and this trailer showed finally some of the gameplay. And what it is, it looks almost like an isometric RPG where you kind of travel around very story driven and you, um, you know, there's some RPG elements where you're essentially upgrading your card deck and then you're battling using Gwent as kind of the battle system in the game uh, as the story unfolds. And according to CD Projekt Red, it's 25 to 30 hours long of story content. Um, so if you're a big fan of kind of the Witcher story, Witcher lore, that universe, um, this is really neat, and it's coming soon. So it's already coming out this month on GOG on PC, and then for Xbox and PlayStation 4 on December 4th, you'll be able to pick it up. So, And I, I don't know if there's going to be a physical copy, but I think um, this is not a $60 game, but I, I don't know. I want to say it's 30 or 20 I can't remember now, but um, it's coming soon, and I thought it really looked cool. It's got a cool art style, and of course, uh, being a Witcher kind of fanatic, uh, I'll be jumping in. So, Dan, I know you mentioned before, jokingly, that, um, you know, you weren't a big fan of Gwent. You really didn't like it in Witcher 3. Um, either of you going to be checking this one out? Yeah, this is a hard pass. <laughs> it's not, I lost the tutorial. The first guy you play Gwent at that, you know, little in, in The Witcher 3. And I, I didn't think that was possible. I thought, like, they, like, like automatically let you win, you know, just to, you know, make you feel good and kind of give you some basics on the card game. I never played it a single time after that in the entire game. Oh, and man. I, you know, it's so... 
I hate card games. Maybe that's <laughs> you know, and, and it's and there, there's some you know like uh gosh, what did Mass Effect have one? Maybe not Mass Effect. I don't know. There's some didn't Mass Effect know, maybe, have one? You know what had it? Kotor had like Sabak or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was like yeah, yeah. that was like that was more like blackjack. That's more my style. You know, I couldn't <laughs> figure out, you know, it's like, oh, you get plus three to whatever this, and you gotta put them in this kind of just it's like you just make shit up and just let's see what they think of this. And then all of a sudden it's <laughs> everybody loves Gwen. No, no, they don't. There's like five people, and Ains is one of them. Hey, hey slow. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, you know what? If you I mean if you if this is something you like, I love The Witcher. Don't get me wrong, I love that whole world and it, it the game was amazing this is just something you know when you showed me that trailer it's 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 just something i'm probably just never going to play i'll probably end up buying it because you know buy stuff for no reason which we'll get to here shortly with soul caliber six <laughs> <laughs> but yeah maybe you should just try to get good at it no. that's, that's not time to get good at all these games Dan and I have talked at length about games that I love with a passion and he would break controllers 10 minutes in, you know, I'm a huge super meat boy fan and, and Oh yeah. Great game. Difficult. I like to lose because I, I enjoy the challenge. Yes. Me too. Uh, Gwent, I've spent a few hours playing in Witcher three just so I could get the hang of it. But as soon as I got the hang of it, I said, this game is already 500 million hours long. (laughs) I don't have time to add this card game on top of it. So I am really excited about Thronebreaker. It's um it's going to be a nice but then again I still haven't gone back and played the Blood and Wine DLC from Witcher 3. Oh, oh gosh. Man, that's who yeah, invited yeah. this guy on. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 the show. You know what's funny about that comment is in all seriousness it is absolutely incredible. It's probably right. the- DLC expansion for any game ever, in my opinion. But it is actually the highest rated game on Steam of all time. Oh, wow. wow. Blood and Wine expansion. Yeah. Well, but when am I going to play it, Ainsley Lake? I don't know. It's like you could put 40, 50 hours into it. It's that right. long. Yeah. Red Dead's coming. Thronebreaker's coming. And then we're into <laughs> the next year. Yeah, yep. it's over. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited for it. I, I want to play it because I want to finally... I love card games. I love difficult card games. Um, I played a lot of Magic. I'm a big nerd. Um, You're so, welcome here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> um, no, I'm excited for it. I want to. I want to enjoy it. I want to play it. I just don't know when or how or how I'm going to fit it into this schedule because yeah. everything's crazy right now. And, and I've and we'll talk about it more when we talk about what we've been playing. But I haven't been able to play a whole lot. I'm trying to get everything ready for the next step of our, our podcasting um, and streaming and all that stuff. So I've been working all that and trying to put games to the side so that I can do all that. So I'm getting even more behind day by day. Yeah. And Red Dead is uh, going to take over many people's lives when it comes yeah. out. And it's going to be hundreds of hours, I'm sure. So yeah. Um, and we'll transition right to that. So uh, we got the launch trailer for it. Um, I think uh, I was talking to Bert the other day. He made a rather good point. It's it's kind of weird with Red Dead that we went from eight years, right? 2010 is when Red Dead, the first one, came out. Um, and we went from speculation about Red Dead 2 for years, months and years. And we've gotten to this point where we finally knew it was coming. Um, and now it's almost overload. We've gotten like a new trailer or new footage like every week or two for the past couple months. And it's just like um, at this point, 
I don't even, I, I haven't needed to see anything more from it for a long time now. Just I'm ready for it to launch. You know, I'm taking off of work I already talked about and just ready to sit down and play it nonstop. So uh, we do finally know how big the game is and no surprise, it is massive. It is going to be the first game this generation that comes on multiple discs. And <clears throat> for you digital guys, I think I'm speaking to two of them. Um, it's going to be uh, 99 gigabytes on the PlayStation 4. Uh, but you will need 150 gigabytes free because of the way PlayStation 4 installs and unpacks the files. And then on Xbox One, it's going to be 107 gigabytes. It's going to be 8 gigabytes more, and that is apparently due to the 4K texture pack for the Xbox One X. I don't know. I think I saw on Twitter this morning that that extra pack is optional, so I don't know if you'll have to download that extra 8 gigs or not. You must have got, to. Yeah, because mine's preloaded and it's 89 gig, I think, right now. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't even see that option for it. So. Okay. All right. So there you go. So you're, you know, 100 gigabyte plus game, um, which is just nuts if you think about it. <clears throat> Definitely up there with some of the biggest ones uh, this generation. And um, you can preload it now, as Dan just said, uh, for you physical guys, your old heads like me. Um, I did already speak to GameStop. They are. They're preparing huge for this. You'll be able to go in Thursday afternoon and finish kind of paying for it. And then they're opening, at least for me, I'm in Central Time Zone. They're opening at 9 p.m. on Thursday uh, to pick it up and go home, I guess, to give you a few hours to install it so you can play right at midnight is the, the thought. So um, I have already talked about Red Dead. Um, you can see by the shirt I'm a little excited. <laughs> um I've talked about this at length. I'm not going to bore you guys with it, but uh, Alden, since uh, your first time on the BitCast here, are you as pumped for this as the rest of us, or are you not really uh, too excited for it? So I feel like I've been saying this too many times where I'm not as excited as everybody else. Um, <laughs> it's, it's luck of the draw. Normally, I'm more excited than everybody else about everything. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Red Dead, I've been getting more and more excited about as more information comes out, but now I'm at the point, like you said, where it's way too much. I don't want to know anything else about it. I'm going to get it. Um, uh, I'd like to see some thoughts and and on the full game. I am concerned that it's going to be real rock star in the fact where it's just kind of fetch quests over and over and over and over and over again um, until the online comes out and the online is going to be huge. But the, everything I've seen looks like they know exactly what they're doing and they've made a really immersive, expansive environment that that lives and breathes. I mean, I love when they were talking about how if you turn the mini map off, people will give you more directions and tell you where to go so that you don't have to turn that on and figure out where you're going. Um, I'll still use the mini map because I'm an idiot. Um, and, and five minutes after I go north, I'm going to forget which direction they said to go after you get there. Um, but so I am excited. I'm going to get it day one, mostly because I have so many friends that are going to be playing it, and I want to be able to play with other people and, and experience that with them. If it weren't for that fact, I would wait for a sale. Mm. Um, but that's kind of blasphemy to say, I think. <laughs> um, I, 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 like I said, I talk about games at work, and everybody knows that I'm the biggest nerd at work. Mm. So anytime anybody has gaming questions or, or gaming thoughts, they mosey over to my desk and say, so... Red Dead. <laughs> and uh, they know that there's going to be a huge discussion there and um, completely take away from all the work that I should be doing. But 
everyone else is very, very excited about this game. And I'm excited to see that. You know what I mean? So even though I'm not as excited for this game as I'd like to be, the fact that the whole world, even people that I know that don't really play games, you know, there's a girl at work who hasn't played a game since Xbox 360. She's getting uh, uh, an Xbox One for Red Dead. Mm. And I've got another friend who's getting a PS4 for Red Dead. And that's so fun and exciting for me to see that I love. I mean, it's just it's selling consoles already and it's not even out yet. Yeah, yeah, it is funny how you touched on the basically it's it's one of those games that uh, kind of implants itself into just the culture, right? And the social culture. Um, it, it extends well beyond just gamers. Yeah. And uh, it's a worldwide phenomenon. It, it's gonna uh, it's gonna be really interesting to see the numbers on it. It's it's not to the level of Grand Theft Auto, but then what is? Yeah. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see. But to your point about you know I'm picking it up to play because I want to be part of that conversation. I feel that it's a big thing nowadays. Is uh, so many of us and obviously us here and so many millions of people just talk about gaming on a daily basis and social media and Twitter and we do podcasts and you know all this stuff and it's like if you're not there on day one you miss that social aspect of the game if you picked up red dead six months from now you would miss all the conversations and the cool moments you'd share with others almost those digital water cooler moments you know that people have um when a new game releases and um i think that drives a lot of sales for major titles um because people just don't want to miss out oh for sure man i mean it's it's, it's gonna be I, i've looked forward to a lot of games this year this one is definitely up there i don't think it's going to be you know gta 5 levels of you know i i don't even know how that's the number one selling game every single month anymore yeah but it still does and everybody's online playing that game this is more my speed i loved red dead redemption great game um i'm ready for it i put it on this morning i switched it over from my uh external hard drive to my ssd just so I can make sure those load times are nice <laughs> and fast. So I'm ready. And I, I I took Friday off for something completely different. That thing actually got pushed back a little bit. I'm just going to continue to take Friday off. So we should be good. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm off Friday as well. I, I'm going to yep. I'm a physical guy. As you know, I'm picking up the collectors, well, the ultimate with the map and everything. You know, I'm stupid. Um, but Thursday night, you know, I'm going to come home. I'm so glad to hear that you can pick it up at nine because I was like, do I want to, you know, nowadays I'm like, do I really want to stand in line at midnight and then come home and it's going to take hours to install or an hour to install? So that, you know, from a digital front, that's where the nice advantage is, right? You can just preload and play. Um, yeah. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, with 9 p.m., oh, hell, I'll go pick it up. I'll be ready to play by 10. I'll have some coffee, Red Bull ready to go. Yeah, I'll play into the <laughs> early morning hours. So, yeah, okay. I've kind of reached the point too where, sorry to interrupt, where no, I, you're um, good. I'm a digital gamer, um, yeah. but uh, kind of a digital hoarder almost, you know, <laughs> you know <rip. laughs> Um But, uh, because I've been making so many friends at work, I've, I've generally been kind of an online person where I don't get out and meet other gamers that much. But as at, at my new job, as I've met more and more gamers there, I'm not sure if I get so many people have said, oh, do you mind if I borrow Spider-Man? And I'm like, oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> I downloaded it. Yeah. Um, that I'm not sure what I should and shouldn't get physical and digital. But luckily... Everyone in the world is already getting Red Dead. I get to get digital. 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that one. <clears throat> All right, so let's talk about some new releases. Dan is dying to talk about Soul Calibur, which we'll get to. Um, so uh, let me run through these as always. So we got Black Ops 4. We touched on really solid reviews coming at 85 on Open Critic. Uh, Soul Calibur 6 is now out, uh, which is cool because Geralt's in that. Uh, I got to see that at E3 as well. I haven't played it myself, but it looked cool. Um, 85 as well, so decent review scores. Um, Dark Souls is finally out on the Switch. That was uh, supposed to come out in late spring, late summer, I mean, and was delayed, um, but it's finally out. And in fact, Dan, you're going to laugh at this. I um, It's arriving today, actually, but it's the first Amiibo I've ever bought. It's a Solaire Amiibo for... Oh, <laughs> for Dark Souls, and really just because of the figure. It's not like I'll ever want it, and I don't want to play Dark Souls on the Switch anyway, but uh, I just thought it was cool. Uh, Lego DC Villains, so um, I know you know there's that core group of people that just love the Lego games, and uh, this one looked kind of funny with the DC Villains. And then um, games I talk about all the time are the Jackbox Party Packs, because they're hilarious party games. Um, number 5 is out, just came out this week, and that's getting pretty good reviews as well. I also wanted to touch on the fact that the Fallout 76 stress test was last weekend. The beta begins on, I think, Xbox One first, if I recall, because they have the marketing rights to it. it drives us all nuts, I know. Um, <clears throat> I think that starts Tuesday, and you can preload it now. I have that ready to go. And then that game, Generation Zero, um, I'm part of the Insider program, but that beta is up as well for in Xbox Insiders. I I would assume it's up for PS4 players as well. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um, I haven't played it yet, so I'll report back, but those things are out as well. I did try to play the Fallout 76 stress test. I tried for about two hours to get into it. It would never connect to my Bethesda account, so I didn't um, <laughs> get to play it. So we'll see how the beta goes this week. But what are you guys... Uh, Alden, we'll start with you. What are you currently playing? What are you currently enjoying? And uh, what are you picking up uh, anytime here in the next week or so? Well, like I said, I haven't been able to play a whole lot. I've been working on music for the podcast, and I've been working on setup and all that stuff. And I'd like to do art, but I'm turns out I'm really bad at art. Um, so, <laughs> so now I've got to look into finding people to do art. Um, but I haven't. I actually put games down for probably a solid week, which is the first time in years wow. that I've done that. One of my friends came into work uh, yesterday, and he went. Dude, are you still playing games? And uh, I said, kind of. Uh, I did get, <laughs> what's it? Mark, Mark of the Ninja Remastered. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've been playing that the last couple days. I love Mark of the Ninja so much. It was pivotal on the Xbox 360 when I got it. Um, that, that 2D stealth cartoon style. It was uh, an un, untouched genre, I think, really when Mark of the Ninja came out. Now it's not as groundbreaking and, and surprising to be playing it, but it's still a really fun game, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, but I haven't touched really any of these other games that have come out. I'd like to play the Fallout 76 beta. I'm not sure if I will. Doesn't It, it doesn't launch on the PS4 until Saturday, if I'm I not think, mistaken. Yeah, I think next weekend there's like a head start for Xbox, which means on mm -hmm. PS4 it comes out after Red Dead. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. they're not going to get a good test in on the PS4 version, no, because everyone's going to be playing Red Dead. Um, so I probably won't play that until the game is out, out, and even then, I'm not sure if I'll play it because I'm not much of an online gamer. Um, 
the rest of these games, I'm, I'm probably not going to play anytime soon. Soul Calibur 6, I loved Soul Calibur 2 and 3 so much. But it's just, it's gotten to the point where you have to be so dedicated to a fighter to learn how to play it. And that's great for the fans of those games. But for me, somebody who just wants to jump in and hit a bunch of buttons and have fun, there's no fun in that anymore. Um, the Lego games too are, are games that I enjoy, but not at full price. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's kind of the same game over and over and over again. But yeah, they usually come down in price pretty quick too. Exactly. Yeah, by Christmas I'll be able to get that game for fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Dan, tell us about Soul Calibur. Okay, here's the deal. So, like all of them. <laughs> all right, I love. Like Soul Calibur two, three, what was the one? There was the one with Yoda and Darth Vader. The one with Spawn, I think. Um, yeah, those were awesome because they were very, you know, like you said, they're very welcoming to players who can just button mash and just have fun with. So I figured, you know, yeah, it might be a little bit tougher. I sp- I played for, I would say an hour, maybe an hour, <laughs> and I played two matches offline. This is like not even against people. Because that's how long it took me to get through the menus and the stupid-ass story that you have to read because it's not animated. I mean, this is 2018, all right? This is a AAA game. Do something other than little scrolling things and showing one person on one side and one person on the other. Hey, yeah. And then it's they're like, they're like super long. And like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, what the hell am I reading? I don't even care. I just want to play as the Witcher and beat the shit out of people. I couldn't even do that because I can't find it in the menu. I, I, I know I, either that or I have to go play like just a expedition match. But I want to play the story because I said, well, you, you can play the story as any of these characters and have, you know, a story for each one of them. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't know where the fuck that is. To be honest with you, I have no clue. I didn't even see that option. I finally got into one where you have to create a character i didn't even i couldn't even figure that out i couldn't even figure out how to create a character so i ended up having like this blank it's called doppelganger it's just a it's just a black look like a guy in a black suit it's terrible I, and, and so i was like okay i can put some flowers on i don't know what the hell i was doing so i finally got into a match and i played and i won and then i turned the game off and promptly just went to the uh, got my phone asked for a refund from xbox we're gonna see how that goes i really really hope <laughs> they give it to me because that game is so bad i mean it's just not user friendly that's the biggest thing you know i don't care if a game's hard i play on easy anyway it doesn't really matter <laughs> so, you know i just don't like games that are just so convoluted you know and it, it tries to give you like some kind of backstory about you know what happened in the previous five installments I don't give a shit. I just want to beat the crap out of people and have fun. And I can't even do that because I can't get through the stupid narration and character creation. Maybe I'm just an idiot. And that might be true. I mean, that that might be the whole problem is I just am not smart enough to get past this thing. I don't think that's the case. I think it's just a piece of shit. But... (laughs) Hopefully, I get my refund in a couple days. So why don't you take a minute and let us know what you really think about it? Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> What's your score? One, one to ten. Yeah, but that's not even a. 
option. I mean, I, it's it's so bad. I mean, it's I off the like, chart. I don't even remember buying it. That's the worst part about it. I was like, oh hey, Soul Calibur's on my Xbox. I must have pre-ordered this a long time ago. Didn't even realize it. And yeah, I'm. I really wish I had. <laughs> so it's a, it's a ten. It's a ten. Yes, yeah. for sure. Refund, refund inbound. Yeah, and then they had this character creation. I saw some of the stuff online. I'm like, oh man, cool! You can play. And people created like Thanos and Deadpool and some other cool like characters. And they look really, really good. But I can't. You can't share them. Uh, so so oh, I can't yeah. go on and just download like a dude. I mean, maybe you can, and I couldn't figure it out. But it, you know, I was like, what the hell is this? Because I just want to play. That'd be cool. Play as Deadpool versus the Witcher. What would happen? You know, as, you know. That, that's actually one of the coolest things I like about Forza is how people create some amazing, yeah, design and stuff, and you can just download them instantly and put them on your car. Exactly. It takes like two seconds, and it's very intuitive. Unlike this stupid ass game. <laughs> so. so, are you playing anything you actually like? Yeah, Assassin's Creed. I played the crap out of that over the last two. Let me, hold on, let me touch on Donut County real quick because I only played a little bit of it. But that's basically the only other game I've played aside from that Soul Calibur garbage. Um, Donut County, it's actually, if I get into it a little bit more, I think it'd be really, really fun. It, it's, it's, it's a cool little game where you suck things in the holes and it's <laughs> super super fun i mean <laughs> it's, it's fantastic and it's it's a simple premise but you know there is some kind of strategy to it you know you have you know you start with a small hole and as you swallow up things in the world the hole gradually gets bigger so you really have to kind of plan where you're sucking things into <laughs> your holes <laughs> On a previous podcast, I talked about how to play Donut County, and I didn't even realize how vulgar it sounds as you start to describe right. it. Yeah. I see a lot fun. of editing in our future. Yeah, yeah. that might be. <laughs> All right, so Assassin's Creed. Um, <clears throat> awesome. I mean, it is so good. I know some people, <clears throat> Bert, uh, said it takes like nine hours to get into it might it might start a little bit slow. I don't want nine hours slow, but that's pretty pretty rush. But it's super fun. It's super. I mean, they they basically took Origins. When when I started playing, I thought, man, this is basically Origins. And then you start seeing things that they've added in and that they've changed a little bit here and there. It's to the point now where that's really all I want to play. Even though I've completed all the main story quest lines, you know, the, there's three of them and. You know, now I'm just doing side missions for no reason. I'm not after achievements. I'm not after anything else. I just like the world and the, the amount of stuff that you can do in it. Everything about that game. I mean, I hated the naval combat and all the previous Assassin's Creed games. Um, thought it was terrible. This one, it's super fun. And maybe it was the same as Origins. And I just didn't give it a fair shot. But I figured I'd have to in this game. And that was my biggest concern. And I going into it, like I said last or last time, I, I, I wasn't ready. You know, I, I thought it was going to be terrible you know a lot less assassin in the hmm. <laughs> all the other assassin's creed games and it is but it's it's but it works and there's still those those uh you know moments where you're just like okay that was badass i just like teleported basically across the you know the battlefield and it, it sounds weird because you know you're supposed to be a little bit grounded but i mean it's 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 awesome. They did a really, really good job with that that game. So, now, so now I've got. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say. Let me ask this because I've heard this from some people, and I almost consider it blasphemy, even though I haven't even played the game. Is that a lot of people are comparing this game to Witcher Three, 
and they're saying that if you love Witcher 3, this is the game that is closest to it in terms of the world and gameplay and what you can do in it. Um, what What are your thoughts on that statement? I'd say that's not completely accurate. Witcher 3 is still bigger as far as content and, you know, actual landscape. It's just, it's just, though it seems like, you know, with this one, the problem with this one is, you know, it, it, the fast travel system, I mean, you've got to, you know, obviously it's just like, which you have to go and lock everything, but it's, it seems like kind of like, with, like I said, with Spider-Man where you could take the subway to go here or there, but why would you do that when you can swing through the city? Yeah. That's one. Why, why would you do that when you can go jump on your ship Maybe find some stuff, you know, in the in the ocean, battle a few, you know, other ships. It, it's it's, you know, part of me thought, you know, man, this is almost as good as The Witcher Three, but it, it's just that there's so many Assassin's Creeds, and there's so many, you know, and there's just that one, well, there's The Witcher Two. I don't really consider it the first one because it was not a console, but it's The Witcher Three really kind of set the bar. And it's going to take something really, really amazing to ever knock it off or even really come close. I wouldn't compare it to it. I mean, it, it's, man, it's hard to say because I mean, The Witcher 3 had a lot more in-depth me mechanics, too, I think. And the story was light years better in The Witcher mm. 3, you okay. know. But that that's, the story of Witcher 3 is light years better than everything. So <laughs> to me, it is. I mean, it, it was it was really well done the way they did it. You know the side quests, yeah. They they they, they kind of. I've, I've seen a couple of people say, okay, well, they they kind of intermingle with the main story. That's true and not true. Some of them are, some of them aren't, and it's really grindy. Here's the thing: I bought, you know, I, I have no shame in this. I bought the fifty uh, percent. Oh yeah, yeah, the double XP kind of if thing. I hadn't done that. No way, I would still be playing it. <laughs> that game, that's the biggest concern. You know, you got they should have just added that in and you're just adjusted the the because there's no way. I mean, it people are beating it now. You know, there there's a lot of grinding. There would be if I didn't have that. Because so, I, I felt like I, I felt like I was like on the level most of the time. I never had to go out and like do side quests to catch up, but I did, and you know, so I was a little bit ahead. The, the main quest scales with your with your level regardless so you're always going to be on that level so it's just yeah it, i i could say i could say with at least for me if i didn't have that i'd probably still only be halfway through the game mm -hmm. for sure yes yeah, so i missed out on a lot of stuff that's been a concern of mine for dlc i i've always been a proponent for dlc i think it's great for games most of the time but when it's done wrong do you think at any level they thought let's make the game a little bit harder so people want to buy this dlc oh yeah for sure i mean <laughs> you can i'm not you know as good as i used to be a video game so I, I take every advantage i can get short of you know god mode and cheat codes you know and right. stuff like that you know i don't want it to make you know i want it to be at least a little bit challenging but yeah i mean i i put in almost you know, over 100 hours into the game already and there's no way I would, like I said, would be maybe I would maybe 50% through because I would have to have gone and grinded out those side quests just to level up. And some of them are really simple and some of them are super long, you know, so that's that's the thing, you know, I, I like having the option to say, oh, I could go do this. 
or I'll just take and pay the 10 bucks because I have more money than cents sometimes. And <laughs> you know, it, it didn't bother me one bit. So, you know, and that, and that's good to have that option. I know some purists would be like, oh, no, you, you know, that's that's crazy. And it's kind of shady by Ubisoft, but, you know, I really don't care at this point. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what? I'm going to pay for it. I heard some other, uh, some other guys talking about the same thing as well. And I think uh, to Alden's point, there can be very DLC can be done very well and very poorly. Right. And yeah, uh, it just depends how it is. In fact, um, so one of the games I said, I've been playing a lot of is black ops four. And just yesterday, uh, the black market, what they call where you can get skins and stuff for your character and everything uh, launched. Uh, first on PS4 because they have that agreement for a week, so it doesn't launch on Xbox till next week um, and PC. But um, <clears throat> what I think is neat about this as companies kind of learn and evolve with how they offer DLC is in the black market, if you want to purchase something, if you see something you like, you can purchase it directly. There's no loot boxes where you get a chance to get it. Um, you can just buy it directly. Um, but they also show you how you can earn every single thing by just playing the game. Now, of course, it could probably be grindy. I haven't looked at them yet, but I do think it's cool that they give you an option of just playing the game because some people play Call of Duty like uh, it's their job, you know, so they'll unlock stuff anyway. But for people like me who may see something they really like and only play a few hours a week, you know, I have the option to buy it directly. And I think that's a good a good balance for those um, for those games that want to implement DLC and not be too crazy about it. So... Um, I'm also playing Forza Horizon 4 still. We kind of touched on that. We talked about it last week extensively. It's just a, an amazing, amazing game and a lot of fun. Funny enough, my son, um, he's not the car guy I am. Sadly, I failed in parenting in that front. <laughs> um, but he uh, he blew me off last week. I was like, you should really play this with your friends. It's really fun. And he's like, eh. And then a couple days ago, he downloaded it, and that's all he has talked about and played since then. And he's got all his friends on it now because they're all Game Pass subscribers. So... Um, yeah, it's it's just a blast. It's one of those, even if you don't like cars, you don't like that culture, you don't care for it, it doesn't matter. You can just get in that game and have a blast. So, um, yeah, been uh, been a good uh, few weeks for, for that, and Black Ops has had a good launch. And uh, like we said, next week, our next conversation will be almost entirely Red Dead related. So we'll, we'll get to that when it comes. But I wanted to, uh, <clears throat> for kind of our main topic today, I wanted to talk with you guys about just checking in on where we stand with Game of the Year. You know, we're, we're coming up at the end of October. There's only a few major releases left in the year, though. Obviously, as we just said, Red Dead's probably the biggest. But we've got Red Dead still to come. We've got Battlefield Five still to come. Um, there is Super Smash Brothers on Switch for people who are big fans of that. Um, but, I mean, for the most part, we have most of the games outside of Red Dead that will compete for you know, what will be game of the year. And I wanted to see what you guys uh, were thinking in terms of your favorite games of the year, both critically and personally, uh, to see where we checked in. So wrote a few things down here, just some, you know, high-level stuff. Obviously, God of War is seems to be the game that's still getting most talked about in terms of game of the year. It's the highest-rated game of the year and, uh, you know, just got a ton of accolades and people loved it. Assassin's Creed is up there as well, Dan, as you were just saying. Um, surprisingly, and most people may not realize this, but Forza Horizon 4 is the second highest rated game of the year, critically, um, behind God of War. Um, so the question, of course, is can a racing game compete in that in that genre with no real story, just uh, gameplay? And then you've got things like Monster Hunter World that came out in January. People have mostly forgotten about uh, at this point in time. Uh, things like Dragon Quest XI. Uh, Pillars of Eternity 2, from an RPG perspective, uh, has gotten amazing reviews. 
Spider-Man is obviously a really big one. And I think because of uh, comic book culture and, you know, people like your, your guys who are really big fans of the character and the comics and movies, um, that gets a little more weighting, you know, um, in terms of how much you loved it. So, you know, what, what are your guys' thoughts um, to this point? Alden, we'll start with you. I mean, what's your, been your favorite game of the year and what game do you think critically, if you're looking at it from a critic's perspective, would take uh, game of the year so well, far? So first and foremost, I think Red Dead 2 is going to beat everything critically. Um, I think there's so much well. hype going into that and it's at the end of the year. Um, it's No one's going to have time to get tired of it, tired of it before they vote for these polls. Um, so I think it's just going to run away with everything. So that's that's an easy guess for me. But for me, it's really weird. Um, and last year was kind of like this too. I had a real hard time picking between Horizon Zero Dawn and Nier Automata because both games hit me so hard in very different ways. God of War and Spider-Man are the same way for me. God of War hits me on a completely different level, level than Spider-Man did. Uh, but both games are so fun. When I finished Spider-Man, my first thought was this game's an easy game of the year for me. But as you know, the last month has gone on, I find myself thinking about God of War more. You know, there are moments where I'll just kind of be sitting and thinking about, wow, that was so so cool when that happened, or or when you first get to this area and this opens up, or this character starts talking to you, um, and and some of the twists that happen along the way. God of War is an amazing game and a and a great experience. So if I had to pick Gun to My Head today, I think probably God of War. Um, there's so many great games this year. It's been another amazing year for gaming. And I think at this point, it seems like every year is going to be an amazing year for gaming. Um, I think we've reached the point where developers are able to do things. AAA developers are able to do things that make the experience that much more immersive now. You know, that the facial recognition is 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 almost perfect now so you can emote better and and find yourself in that experience better and get to know these characters better so if if you're like me and you're more of a story driven gamer all of these games are doing things on another level now that just hadn't been possible a couple years ago um you know i, I compare near automata to the original near the original near had an amazing story but it was a ps3 game you know you didn't have that kind of emotive gameplay um, but god of war did things that i don't think i'm ever going to stop thinking about which is funny because leading into that game i wasn't a huge god of war fan and and maybe that's part of it too going into spider-man i've i've been a spider-man fan since i was three years old um, i know everything about the character so to me it was more spider-man it was the best spider-man's ever been done probably in a game or uh, movie form but it's still this character that I know so much about. So it, it, there's, there weren't a whole lot of surprises and twists and turns. You knew where the story was going to go. You knew who the main villain was going to be, even though they were trying to set it up along the way to kind of be a twist. But you can't really get a whole lot of twists out of that character, um, if that makes any sense. There, there have been other games along the way, though. Celeste is one of the best 2D experiences I've played. Um, it's up there for 2D platformers. It's probably top five all time. It's mm. really fun. Um, I'm ashamed to say I didn't play it, and I love challenging 2D platformers, and I've heard nothing oh, but dude. great things about it. 
Yeah, you you've got to play it. It's it's right up there with anything else I've played. Guacamelee Two is another one, which was fantastic. Um, not quite as good as Guacamelee One, but gameplay wise, it's a lot more fun than Guacamelee One. Um, but as far as 2D platformers go, it's it's real special. Um, like I said, I haven't played Forza Horizon 4. I haven't played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I don't expect it to be anywhere near the top of my list uh, this year. Not with everything else. Um, and I don't expect Red Dead 2 to beat out Spider-Man or God of War for me. I could be wrong. Um, but those were both monumental experiences for me, and I... Just want to go back and replay them over and over and over again. And as we talked about before, I, I won't. Yeah. I think you're pretty similar than probably Dan, right? God of War and Spider-Man right now? Yeah, well, I would say Spider-Man until I played Assassin's Creed because mm-hmm. on a personal level. Because, well, I see there's, there's so many other games too. I mean, God of War right now is probably my game of the year because it was one of the best experiences I've ever had playing a game. It just, because it was so smooth and flawless. And the, 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 the story was fantastic. The graphics were amazing. The, the combat was fun and really, really well done. And it wasn't overly complicated, which is kind of one of my fears um, with when Red Dead comes out. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, but God of War right now, probably Assassin's Creed. This is on a personal level. And then Spider-Man. And then, you know, Octopath Traveler for me was just awesome. I mean, it was so good. Um, but nobody, you know, the Switch doesn't get that kind of love, you know, as we talked about it last time. And it's just, it's a very, if you haven't played it, you know, it's it's a shame because it's it's, it's that old style, but it's it, with a couple new twists. It, it's really fun, and it's it's. It, I really enjoyed my time with it. Monster Hunter World. I I almost forgot about it, which is sad because it was one of my favorite games when it came out, and I played the hell out of it. You know, now I kind of see it every once in a while, and it's, you know, they're, they're still adding stuff to it, and you know, I I I'd like to go back to that one too. Um, as far as like critically, I think God of War will take it. Um, Orza. Well, I love that game, um, and I don't think it's a niche game because, you know, just because it's a racing game, it's incredibly well done, and there are, you know, but as soon as Assassin's Creed came out, I was off of Forza, and I didn't even look back, and it's not to say that it's a bad game, it's just that, you know, I'm, you know, Ains, I know you're a very big car guy, and Bert's the same way, Um but I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm not going to miss this for a few weeks while I play this game. I don't think it can contend for game of the year only because, you know, they, 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 a lot of times they, uh, I don't want to say this. Number one, it, it's, it's a racing game and it, it's, it, while it's the second highest rated game of the year, you know, generally, from Pat, from the past, you know, from what I've seen, these kind of games just don't get that attention, and that's not saying that they shouldn't. It's just they don't. Um, I would say it's probably top five for me for sure, though, because it was super fun. I don't know if Red Dead will beat out God of War for either one. Um, I think 
personally, I don't think anything is going to be a God of War. And maybe if I go into it thinking that, that might be a bad thing. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> but Red Dead 2, I just don't know critically. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll be up there. I just don't, I don't know if it'll be the highest rated game of the year after or before God of War. What is God of War at now? Like 90, 95. I can see it coming right around there. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's, here's the problem. And it's, I had this problem with Assassin's Creed also, and there's just so much to it, you know, and that's at this point getting to where I'm at. I'm, I'm, it gets overwhelming going from Assassin's Creed to Red Dead, I'm going to be so exhausted <laughs> yeah. just mentally with all the stuff <laughs> that you can do, and and that's that's my that's going to be my biggest problem. Um, and that's that that's on a personal level. I just don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I've kind of steered away from watching all the previews and the trailers and stuff because I want to go into it knowing as little as possible when I go into it. I've seen stuff about the horse balls and a couple <laughs> other things, and that's it. That is literally all I've seen. So I'm I'm happy with that. So I'm gonna go into it, see what I think. I mean, it's just kind of a wait and see. I I I'd like to think that you know. I mean, a lot of people are saying that, or that you know, Red Dead is gonna beat everybody. It might. It might not. You know, there might be. You know, I don't know. I don't have no idea. That's a hard question. Yeah, I think uh, it's funny you mentioned that about Odyssey because I think that's why I didn't buy Odyssey or Tomb Raider, which we haven't mentioned. Um, which sadly seems to have just disappeared from the conversation very quickly. It's already on sale. Yeah, so, um, you know, the reason I didn't buy Odyssey is I knew that, right? I knew it was a big game, open world, and I'm like, there's no way in two weeks or three weeks I'm going to put enough time into this, especially with Horizon out before Red Dead, and not sure I even want to do that. So I'll probably go back and do Tomb Raider and Odyssey um, end of the year or early next prior to uh, the spring releases, but... Yeah, I think I'm with both of you that God of War, um, for me, right now, I think for me, both personally and critically, I think is game of the year. Um, I loved it. And to your point, Alden, I'm not a big God of War fan. I never really got into the old ones. They were more just straight action games, which is fine. Um, played some of them, but I they weren't ever one of my favorite franchises. But this one... Just uh, the story, the way they developed the characters, they they put that um, Sony first party methodology behind it like they do with The Last of Us and Uncharted, and they just developed the character well. The production value is extremely high, and uh, I like the hub world aspect as well, you know, where you can kind of explore and you didn't have to do things so literally, linearly, is that a word? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in that because I love exploring, right? And there's a bunch of collectibles and, you know, just kind of boating around the world there and going to different worlds and just finding what you find and fighting the all the enemies with that crazy combat system. So I think God of War for me is, uh, is definitely tops right now. But all that being said, um, I have no reservations at all. No doubt. In, there's not a single doubt in my mind that Red Dead will dominate the conversation for me once it comes out. Um, I loved part one. I think it's probably one of the greatest games ever made. I also think it has one of the greatest endings ever in a video game in the first Red Dead, especially uh, obviously when you do the real ending, which is after the credits roll. Um, it's eight years later and I don't want to spoil it for anyone. <laughs> but um, it, uh, I think based on what I've read, based on what I know about Rockstar's development, based on uh, just a whole bunch of kind of info that I've seen and 
read and studied about the game, I think it's going to be a generational game where it changes the conversation about how open world games are made. And I think that will itself catapult it to the top of the list. But, um, you know, for me personally, I think it's weird. You know, 2018 has been an amazing year for games. And yet for me personally, there's not a whole lot of standouts. Um, God of War is really the biggest one. Um, Forza Horizon's excellent. I agree with both you guys that I, I don't think it can compete in the game of the year conversation just because of the genre, the type of game it is, which is kind of a shame, but it is what it is. And then games like Black Ops 4, you know, the Call of Duties, the the multiplayer-based games never really get that consideration either, right, for game of the year. They just, they don't fall in that. For me personally, though, I know I'll put, you know, for Halo 5 is always the example I go to. I have 600 hours into Halo 5. And, you know, 98% of that is multiplayer. Um, but that doesn't really factor into the game of the year conversations critically, um, which is interesting. So, but uh, to your point, I think games like Celeste, more indie games, right? All like Celeste and Guacamelee yeah. 2, Dead Cells is another one that got huge praise. Um, I think that um, if they don't compete for game of the year conversations, then I think outlets and critics need to start having a, uh, a two tiered game of the year conversation where you have a, you know, triple A budget game of the year and then you have a an indie game of the year because it's it's not fair in my opinion to maybe one-to-one compare god award to celeste you know what i mean they're very different games with different budgets and different development but celeste from everything i've read had a huge impact on the people that played it um Mm -hmm. and it told a very important story and like i said i'm kind of ashamed that i haven't played it yet but i will um so i i always love these conversations because it's interesting to hear both personal thoughts um but also where the the true critics come in. So um, any other games that we hadn't touched on you guys can think of that I'm forgetting here in 2018? Man, most of these are the ones, you know, I think like for me, when I, when I think about game of the year, I'm going to, I'm going to go, you know what, which one did I get the most enjoyment out of? Minus the technical merits, minus everything else. You know, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could, you could sit there. Well, this one had the best graphics. This one had the best sound. This one, you know, at the most content, which one did you just have fun with? Because really, that's what gaming is. You know, that's what we do this for. Because we we have fun doing it. We get to talk with our, you know our buddies and friends, and you know we get to collect eight thousand things hanging on the back of your wall behind you. And, Who the and hell would do that? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? It's because you're passionate about it, and that's and that's you know we're all passionate about something. I'm passionate about Soul Calibers terrible number six version you know it's it's you know i've got 15 different xbox controllers you know it 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 doesn't matter you know this this that's what i usually base mine on you know and and that's still god of war at the moment i i just can't there's been so many games this year that i played that i can't even think about you know stuff back from like february if you had to put monster hunter world up there I would have totally forgot about it, but it was at the time it was so good, you know. Now the multiplayer was convoluted and dumb, but yeah. otherwise, you know, <laughs> it was a great game, you know. But and, and but that stuff all gets kind of pushed down when stuff comes out after, like God of War, and then you know Forza, and then Spider Man, and all these other games, and you start forgetting about these ones that you know, even though they came out earlier in the year, were still really really good games. I wish I. Yeah, I think yeah. that happened last year too with the uh, 
you know, I know you're not a big fan, Dan, but Resident Evil 7 came out like oh, the yeah. second or third week in January, and it was excellent. Right. One of the best survival horror games in a long time. And uh, by the end of the year, people had even forgotten it was still a 2017 game. There's just so much that comes out over the right. course of a year now. Like, it's hard to remember everything. Like Sea of Thieves. You know what? That game okay. got hammered. You know, it's got like a 60-something on Metacritic. But that was one of the most fun times I spent with my friends. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that makes up for a lot you know, State of Decay 2 played the hell out of that game. I don't know why, but it just, it just got me, you know, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was, I got a, I finished the game totally hundred percent completed it. And I blew my mind when I did, I was like, what the hell did I just do? But you know, it's just the things like that just kind of sneak up on you and, and, you know, and everybody's going to have a different one. You know, I think, you know, when it comes to the critics, it'll probably, like I said, God of War or, Red Dead will be one of those two, and but you know, as long as people are having fun and they keep putting out this stuff, I'm we're in a good state right now. Yeah, I so. Ains, I think it's funny that you said uh, what you said about the differences in gaming now, and I've been saying that for a little bit too. It's it's gotten to the point where people expect too much of these games that aren't AAA experiences. It's gotten too expensive to create these AAA experiences. So to expect these other developers to be able to go in and do the same kinds of things is ridiculous. But all of them are making these fantastic, fun games. Uh, with Celeste and, and uh, I mean, Mega Man 11 came out. We didn't talk mm -hmm. about that. Right. That wouldn't be in my game of the year list because it's more Mega Man, but they did more Mega Man and it's great. Um, Detroit Become Human was an amazing story that I think people have kind of forgotten a little bit now as we get towards the end of the year and all of these other experiences have come out. But the story itself was so fantastic. It wasn't I'm as... I'm still playing it, actually. Me and my wife are playing that one together. Okay, yeah. yeah. It, it's not as fun gameplay-wise, so I think it it kind of loses some of that steam when you talk about what's fun to play. Um, what else do I have? Um, Moss. Uh, see, there's, it's a oh, yeah. completely yeah, yeah. different story when you get to... VR games too. Moss was Astrobot. Astrobot. Both of them amazing. really, really, really fun. Um, they're not going to be able to do what uh, Spider Man and God of War and Red Dead are able to do. But I mean, the install base with PSVR is four million. Um, they don't have the time and and money to put the resources into that game, but they're still able to do these really immersive, different things. Um, and then there was Far Cry 5 that was really good for the first. God, I've uh, forgotten about that too. Yeah, me too. First two thirds of that game were amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah. then it kind of fell off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just it. There's so many, just so many. Um, and then you have things like do our, you know, I, I dabbled with this when I was writing this up is should remakes be considered in this? You mentioned Mark of the Ninja Remastered, right? It's mm -hmm. a. It's like a 91 on Open Critic. People adore that game. Shadow of the Colossus oh, uh, yeah. is like a 92. Um, I'm not the biggest fan. I know Bert adores that game. I uh, do too. Okay. And, you know, that's way up there on people's list. It's one of the greatest games ever. So, um, you know, I think it's kind of hard to say there's just one game of the year nowadays. Um, yeah. You know, it really, there should be some kind of... Um, breakdown and and of course as dan said too there's you know personal preferences are are completely different from what you should look at critically like critically i think to your point game god of the war god of the war yeah the god war. of the war <laughs> god of the war which war oh, yeah. uh god of war and red dead are uh, gonna run away with it critically um 
but for uh, you know personal game of the year, you get a huge wide variety of things. Um, and I know for me, like I'll put 300 hours or more into NHL 19 just because I play that with my friends and laugh and have a good time. And to me, that may mean more to me personally than you know anything else. Um, which I think the waiting for that is uh, you know should be in the conversation somewhere as well. So. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I don't think uh, I got nothing else to say on on God. Oh boy, my mom. <laughs> this is what happens when you stay up late and drink while gaming. <laughs> um, I have nothing more to say on game of the year right now. I think we we've said it, and I think uh, the biggest bomb is going to drop here in a few days. So, um, anything else you guys want to touch on here? I'm good, man. All right, all right. So, um, not too much before we close out. I did want to just give a quick look at this that is finally out for those who are interested. Is um, you know the it was pretty cool to see Hyperkin remake the Duke, the classic Xbox monstrous controller um, earlier in the year, and then they uh, announced a few months ago they were going to make a green translucent one. So I actually picked it up this week. It's right here. I haven't even opened it out of the box yet. But uh, really cool if you're just one of those idiots like me that loved these things, you know, to pick up physically and collect stuff. Um, this is now out and you can find it. And it matches perfectly with the Halo 2 original Xbox as well. So this is going on the shelf. So uh, Dan can make fun of me when he comes over and sees even more shit sitting on my shelves. <laughs> so. No. All right, so I'm uh, going to go ahead and close out. Um, I want to thank you very much, Alden, for joining us, uh, especially on late notice because um, <laughs> we uh, we didn't coordinate this weekend too well, especially with Bert being out of the country. Um, coming up here next week or two around season gaming, we uh, may have another video for you. We are continuing to record our new show that we're working on. Um, we should be launching that probably in the next few weeks officially, so keep an eye out for that. We think you're going to like it. And then uh, stay tuned, of course, for a lot of coverage on Red Dead when it launches. Um, I'll be doing some streaming and some. Uh, we're actually doing a giveaway as well right now. So check out Twitter or SeasonGaming.com for that giveaway. You can win a copy of Red Dead for your platform of choice, digitally or physical, however you want to get it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we'll have a lot more on that in the coming weeks. So, guys, do you want to touch on anything you guys are working on or touching on um, before we close out? Um. I, I, I want to say first and foremost, thanks for having me on. Um, this is a really fun show. Um, you guys are so knowledgeable that I'm always embarrassed by my lack of knowledge. Um, but... What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear uh, me talk the entire time? <laughs> well, by you guys, I meant Bert and Ains. But, um, it's because I was talking of God of the War, which you did. God of the War, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, but... Much. I really appreciate being on. Um, it's I've not been doing our show. You know, Dan and I had been doing Digital Hoarders for a while. That has come to a close, and we've decided to move on to new and, and different things. Um, we should be announcing things, I think, soonish. Um, Dan and I haven't really discussed exactly when we're going to announce things, but I would imagine stay close to Twitter over the next week or so, and you'll start hearing some some rumblings. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And Dan, we can find you here as always. Here. Always here. <laughs> you know, right? And also there. <laughs> here and there. So, yeah, check us out on Twitter, guys. So, Alden Blair, Dan Rodriguez. Bear. Uh, Bear. Bear. I'm yeah. sorry. Why do Bear. I say Blair? Because everyone does. It's B A I R, and people get confused. And 
Yeah, and one of my best friends from childhood, his, name's is, his first name's Blair, so that's okay. uh, that's probably why. Alden Bear, Dan Rodriguez, Ainsley Bowden, and Bert Sines, who is off traveling the world. Um, thanks for stopping by, as always. Stay tuned, and when uh, Dan and Alden's new project does launch, we will certainly announce it here as well. So look for us on Twitter, and we'll see you around. Thanks for joining